This is the weekly lesson sermon from the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent, Plainfield, New Jersey, the United States of America. This is the lesson for Sunday, January 2nd, 2022. Subject, God. The golden text is from Psalms. God hath spoken once, twice have I heard this, that power belongeth unto God. The responsive reading is from Matthew, John, and Revelation. And it came to pass, when Jesus had finished all these sayings, he said unto his disciples, Ye know that after two days is the feast of the Passover, and the Son of Man is betrayed to be crucified. Then assembled together the chief priests and the scribes and the elders of the people unto the palace of the high priest, who was called Caiaphas, and consulted that they might take Jesus by subtlety and kill him. Then Pilate therefore took Jesus and scourged him, and went again into the judgment hall, and said unto Jesus, Whence art thou? But Jesus gave him no answer. Then saith Pilate unto him, Speakest thou not unto me? Knowest thou not that I have power to crucify thee, and have power to release thee? Jesus answered, Thou couldst have no power at all against me, except it were given thee from above. And I heard, as it were, the voice of a great multitude, and as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of mighty thunderings, saying, Alleluia! For the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. The Bible, First Chronicles Thine, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty. For all that is in the heaven and in the earth is thine. Thine is the kingdom, O Lord, and thou art exalted as head above all. Both riches and honor come of thee, and thou reignest over all, and in thine hand is power and might, and in thine hand it is to make great and to give strength unto all. Now, therefore, our God, we thank thee and praise thy glorious name. Deuteronomy For what nation is there so great, who hath God so nigh unto them, as the Lord our God is in all things that we call upon him for? Only take heed to thyself and keep thy soul diligently, lest thou forget the things which thine eyes have seen, 
and lest they depart from thy heart all the days of thy life. But teach them thy sons, and thy sons' sons. Know therefore this day, and consider it in thine heart, that the Lord, he is God in heaven above, and upon the earth beneath, there is none else. Thou shalt keep therefore his statutes and his commandments, which I command thee this day, that it may go well with thee and with thy children after thee, and that thou mayest prolong thy days upon the earth, which the Lord thy God giveth thee for ever. I am the Lord thy God, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt, from the house of bondage. Thou shalt have none other gods before me. Psalm Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble, I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Luke And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee, and there went out a fame of him through all the region round about. And he taught in their synagogues, being glorified of all. And they were astonished at his doctrine, for his word was with power. And in the synagogue there was a man which had a spirit of an unclean devil, and cried out with a loud voice, saying, Let us alone. What have we to do with thee, thou Jesus of Nazareth? Art thou come to destroy us? I know thee who thou art, the Holy One of God. And Jesus rebuked him, saying, Hold thy peace, and come out of him. And when the devil had thrown him in the midst, he came out of him, and hurt him not. And they were all amazed and spake among themselves, saying, What a word is this! 
For with authority and power he commandeth the unclean spirits, and they come out. And the fame of him went out into every place of the country round about. And he arose out of the synagogue and entered into Simon's house. And Simon's wife's mother was taken with a great fever, and they besought him for her. And he stood over her and rebuked the fever, and it left her. And immediately she arose and ministered unto them. Now when the sun was setting, all they that had any sick with diverse diseases brought them unto him. And he laid his hands on every one of them and healed them. After these things, the Lord appointed other seventy also and sent them two and two before his face into every city and place whither he himself would come. Therefore said he unto them, The harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest, that he would send forth laborers into his harvest. Go your ways. Behold, I send you forth as lambs among wolves. And the seventy returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. John Jesus went unto the Mount of Olives, and early in the morning he came again into the temple, and all the people came unto him. Then said Jesus unto them, When ye have lifted up the Son of Man, then shall ye know that I am he, and that I do nothing of myself, but as my Father hath taught me, I speak these things. And he that sent me is with me. The Father hath not left me alone, for I do always those things that please him. Luke And it came to pass that, as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray as John also taught his disciples. And he said unto them, When ye pray, say, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, as in heaven, so in earth. 
Give us day by day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone that is indebted to us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Matthew For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. I will read correlative passages from the Christian Science Textbook, Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures, by Mary Baker Eddy. God, the Great I Am, the All-Knowing, all-seeing, all-acting, all-wise, all-loving and eternal, principle, mind, soul, spirit, life, truth, love, all-substance, intelligence. The God principle is omnipresent and omnipotent. God is everywhere, and nothing apart from him is present or has power. Christ is the ideal truth that comes to heal sickness and sin through Christian science and attributes all power to God. The humble Nazarene overthrew the supposition that sin sickness, and death have power. He proved them powerless. Jesus never taught that drugs, food, air, and exercise could make a man healthy, or that they could destroy human life. Nor did he illustrate these errors by his practice. He referred man's harmony to mind, not to matter, and never tried to make of none effect the sentence of God, which sealed God's condemnation of sin, sickness, and death. Christian science exterminates the drug and rests on mind alone as the curative principle, acknowledging that the divine mind has all power. Narcotics quiet mortal mind, and so relieve the body. But they leave both mind and body worse for this submission. Christian science impresses the entire corporeality, namely, mind and body, and brings out the proof that life is continuous and harmonious. Science both neutralizes error and destroys it. Mankind is the better for this spiritual and profound pathology. Drugs, cataplasms, and whiskey 
are stupid substitutes for the dignity and potency of divine mind and its efficacy to heal. It is pitiful to lead men into temptation through the byways of this wilderness world, to victimize the race with intoxicating prescriptions for the sick, until mortal mind acquires an educated appetite for strong drink, and men and women become loathsome sots. Through Christian science, religion and medicine are inspired with a diviner nature and essence. Fresh pinions are given to faith and understanding, and thoughts acquaint themselves intelligently with God. When apparently near the confines of mortal existence, standing already within the shadow of the Death Valley, I learned these truths in divine science, that all real being is in God, the divine mind, and that life, truth, and love are all-powerful and ever-present, that the opposite of truth, called error, sin, sickness, disease, death, is the false testimony of false material sense, of mind in matter, that this false sense evolves in belief a subjective state of mortal mind, which this same so-called mind names matter, thereby shutting out the true sense of spirit. Christian science reveals incontrovertibly that mind is all in all, that the only realities are the divine mind and idea. This great fact is not, however, seen to be supported by sensible evidence until its divine principle is demonstrated by healing the sick and thus proved absolute and divine. This proof once seen, no other conclusion can be reached. Jesus once said of his lessons, My doctrine is not mine, but his that sent me. If any man will do his will, he shall know of the doctrine whether it be of God, or whether I speak of myself. John 7 The three great verities of spirit, omnipotence, omnipresence, omniscience, spirit possessing all power, filling all space, constituting all science, contradict forever the belief that matter can be actual. These eternal verities reveal primeval existence as the radiant reality of God's creation, 
in which all that he has made is pronounced by his wisdom good. Thus it was that I beheld, as never before, the awful unreality called evil. The equipollence of God brought to light another glorious proposition. Man's perfectibility and the establishment of the kingdom of heaven on earth. We admit that black is not a color because it reflects no light. So evil should be denied identity or power because it has none of the divine hues. Paul says, For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made. Romans 1 When the substance of spirit appears in Christian science, the nothingness of matter is recognized. Where the Spirit of God is, and there is no place where God is not, evil becomes nothing, the opposite of the something of spirit. If there is no spiritual reflection, then there remains only the darkness of vacuity and not a trace of heavenly tints. Christian science destroys material beliefs through the understanding of spirit, and the thoroughness of this work determines health. Evil is a negation because it is the absence of truth. It is nothing because it is the absence of something. It is unreal because it presupposes the absence of God, the omnipotent and omnipresent. Every mortal must learn that there is neither power nor reality in evil. When the omnipotence of God is preached and his absoluteness is set forth, Christian sermons will heal the sick. When the condition is present which you say induces disease, whether it be air, exercise, heredity, contagion, or accident, then perform your office as porter and shut out these unhealthy thoughts and fears. Exclude from mortal mind the offending errors. Then the body cannot suffer from them. The issues of pain or pleasure must come through mind. And like a watchman forsaking his post, we admit the intruding belief, forgetting that through divine help, we can forbid this entrance. Mind is the master of the corporeal senses, 
and can conquer sickness, sin, and death. Exercise this God-given authority. Take possession of your body and govern its feeling and action. Rise in the strength of spirit to resist all that is unlike good. God has made man capable of this, and nothing can vitiate the ability and power divinely bestowed on man. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. For God is infinite, all power, all life, truth, love, over all and all. I will now read the three daily duties. From the Church Manual by Mary Baker Eddy Daily Prayer It shall be the duty of every member of this church to pray each day, Thy kingdom come. Let the reign of divine truth, life, and love be established in me, and rule out of me all sin. And may thy word enrich the affections of all mankind and govern them. A rule for motives and acts. Neither animosity nor mere personal attachment should impel the motives or acts of the members of the Mother Church. In science, Divine love alone governs man, and a Christian scientist reflects the sweet amenities of love in rebuking sin, in true brotherliness, charitableness, and forgiveness. The members of this church should daily watch and pray to be delivered from all evil, from prophesying, judging, condemning, counseling, influencing, or being influenced erroneously. Alertness to Duty It shall be the duty of every member of this church to defend himself daily against aggressive mental suggestion and not be made to forget nor to neglect his duty to God, to his leader, and to mankind. By his works he shall be judged, and justified or condemned. And from Science and Health Christian Scientists, be a law to yourselves, that mental malpractice cannot harm you, either when asleep or when awake. This Bible lesson was prepared by the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. It is comprised of scriptural quotations from the King James Bible and correlative passages from the Christian Science Textbook.
Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures by Mary Baker Eddy. For more information, please visit our website, plainfieldcs.com. Thank you for listening, and have a blessed day.